pleasant hello to you, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, your host for this little musical variety program that features the sounds of 78 RPM records from the first half of the 20th century. On today's program, I'm very pleased to be joined again by my friend Jihoon Suk, who is here for the, what, third time now, sharing treasures from your own collection of 78 RPM records. In the past, you've shared with us some of your classical and operatic discs, some of your jazz and popular records, and I'm very eager to see what you've got for us today, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, say hello, Jihoon. Oh, thank you for having me on a short time um, like, after all this, and I really hope like your like, listeners is, you know, like my presence as much as you do. Oh, I'm sure they do. And uh, you've picked out quite a stack today. It's a pretty big one, so why don't we get right down to it. Tell us what you've got first. I see, I think, the name Burt Williams. Oh, yes. Um, the great Burt Williams in this, in this great prohibition moan. Uh, everybody wants a key to my cellar, so let's, li- let's listen to it. Down in my cellar, I've been changing everything around. I got a secret hidden there, I've got it with my life. There's only one mistake I made. Uh-oh. Mm. I told it to my wife. Now everybody wants a key to my cellar. My cellar, my cellar, folks who never even gave me a tumble, even perfect strangers are beginning to grumble, cause they all want the key to open my cellar, I'd like to see them get one, let them try, you can have my money, yes sir. Take my car, take my wife if you want to go that far, but nix on a key to open my cellar if the whole darn world goes dry. Everybody wants a key to my cellar, my cellar, my cellar. Even gave me a tumble Even perfect strangers Are beginning to grumble Cause they all want the key To open my cellar I'd like to see them get one Let them try Discharge all the servants I don't trust a soul Never mind the furnace I can shovel all the coal, but nix on a key to open my cellar. I'll be with yes, sir, when they are dry. And that was Bert Williams opening up this edition of the Shellac Stack. Everybody wants a key to my cellar. 
Boy, was Bird Williams popular. I see his records all the time. Yeah, indeed. But um, And there are some like hits and misses, especially in our like modern you know, taste or whatever. But I like this record. You know? like, I kind of like this like speaking, half speaking, half singing kind of like uh, delivery. I really like it. Oh, he was a terrific entertainer. And did you get a chance to see that film that they recovered oh, a few yeah. years ago, The Lime Kiln yeah, Field, Lime Field Day? Field. Yeah, that was quite interesting. Where you get to see just what a visual performer he was as well. You can see why he was so popular and why these records just sold by the boatload. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're they're all over the place, but mm-hmm. they're very entertaining. And believe it or not, this is actually from the like uh, from a copy from the 1940s, and they actually had an album set uh, with some of these, you know, his best materials uh, compiled up and uh, and amplified and reissued it in 1941, I believe. And uh, yeah, I mean, th- he was that popular. I mean, he was dead for almost 20 years by now, but well. A good start to the program. Thanks for picking that one out, Jihoon. You did well. Uh, And I think you're going to do well with this next one, too. I see another favorite name of mine. This takes us down to South America. Yeah. One of the... So, geographically speaking, today we're going just just about every different places, not just the pressing-wise, but the actual material. So, we're going to go Argentina, of all places, and uh, we'll start this section with... uh, the great Carlos Gardel, uh, the king of tango, as they say, uh, the famous number "Adios Muchachos," "Farewell to My Friends." I think it was renamed, uh, re like I mean, they got new English lyrics in there, and they said um, they retitled it "I Got Ideas." I think in the fifties, mm-hmm. but um, anyway, so it's the thing and uh, the original recording from nineteen twenty-eight. All right, well, here's Carlos Gardel. de mi vida barra querida de apenas tiempo me toca a mí voy a emprender la retirada debo alejarme de mi buena muchachada adiós muchachos ya me voy y me resigno contra el destino nadie la talla se terminaron para mí todas las barras mi cuerpo enfermo no resiste más Acuden a mi mente recuerdos de otros tiempos, de los buenos momentos que antaño disfruté, cerquita de mi madre santa viejita y de mi noviecita que tanto idolatré. Se acuerdan que era hermosa, más linda que la diosa y que brioso de amor le di mi corazón. Mas el señor celoso de sus encantos, hundiéndome en el llanto, me la llevó. Dios el juez supremo, no hay quien se le resista, ya estoy acostumbrado su ley a respetar, pues mi vida deshizo con sus mandatos, llevándome a mi madre y a mi novia también, dos lágrimas sinceras derramo en mi partida, por la barra querida que nunca me olvidó, y al darle a mis amigos el adiós postrero, les doy con toda mi alma mi bendición. Adiós muchachos, compañeros de mi vida, barra querida de aquellos tiempos. Me toca a mí hoy emprender la retirada, debo alejarme de mi buena muchachada. Adiós muchachos, ya me voy y me resigno, contra el destino nadie en la tarde. 
se terminaron para mí todas las farras, mi cuerpo enfermo no resiste Serve it very hot. Coca got a lot of iron. Make you strong like a lion. Coconut woman says you like me. Coconut make very nice candy. The thing that's best if you're feeling glum is coconut water with a little rum. It could make you very tipsy, make you feel like a gypsy. Coca got a lot of iron, make you strong like a lion. Coca 
shout. Look on the woman is calling out. And every day you can hear her shout. Get your coconut water. Man, it's good for your daughter. Get your coconut candy. Make you feel very dandy. Coca, 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 So that was Harry Belafonte singing Coconut Woman, a fun, fun little record um, from 1957. Uh, this, I think, uh, so far as I can tell, this is probably our latest record, except for the uh, that like 1997 like uh, novelty thing. Yeah, but, 1957. Uh, that's very late for 78. Is that an American pressing? Uh, no, this is actually a Canadian R.C. Victor. So. Um, Yeah. So a Canadian. Okay. They, by this point, I think uh, 78s in America. I mean, in the U.S. was pretty much dead by now, like commercial wise. Right. But they continued for another couple of years in Canada up into 1960, I believe. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And before that, we heard this uh, Deanna Durbin record. I love to whistle. Oh, that uh, was fun. I like that. Uh, if you if you notice that you hear all this, you know, like little um, sound effects and you know uh, whistling and you know like horse whining and all that. So uh, this is because that this is directly lifted from the soundtrack of the film, like Mad About Music, that she like did in 1938. This was only issued in uh, in Japan through Japan uh, Japan Polydor, and uh, it was directly lifted from like the soundtrack. So uh, there's no other versions of this else, uh, available elsewhere. I'm not usually a particularly big fan of Deanna Durbin, but you know this one. You know, I grew up with it. Basically, this is one of the few records that I that I actually inherited from my grand great grandfather. So um, I just have my soap spots on this one. And we started that set with Carlos Gardel. Uh, would you call him the king of tango in Argentina? I mean, he was certainly one of the most famous tango yeah, that's, singers. Uh, that's what I um, like. That's what I was told. And I mean, I know some like Argentinian friends, and who are actually some of them are actually tango dancers, and uh, they still worship him. And and it's interesting to point out tango is not just an instrumental dance genre i mean it's really a whole song, song genre, genre as of course, well yes and it's a beautiful apparently i mean i unfortunately don't read spanish but uh, i don't understand spanish but all the people that i know of like who i actually play them with and who speak spanish they just loved it because it's so poetic according to what they say oh yeah i i love the compositions of carlos gardel in addition to his own performances and what a tragic loss when he perished in a plane crash yes Over South America in 1935. Sorry, fine, yes. Yeah. Well, what have you got for us next, Jihoon? So, like, since we talked about, uh, like, uh, Latin America, let's go with Latin America again. Um, so this time, it's Johnny Rodriguez and his orchestra playing Volatica. I don't know really much about him, um, other than the fact that he was, uh, he had his, um, like, scene in the mid-1930s uh, New York. I think this is an American recording, but uh, this particular pressing is actually from Japan, believe it or not. So, uh, but it's a wonderful tune. So the name is Mulatika. So let's hear it. All right, here's Johnny Rodriguez. Mulatika, que sale el control, que me da cuenta y llega ya a tomar. 
Josephine Baker. Yep. Tell us about that record. So this is uh, one of her selections, a few selections that, that she'd recorded in English. I mean, she did a lot of French stuff, of course. Sure. And this is in her heyday in 1931. Um, this was recorded in Paris. And of course, the, uh, you can feel the French fling into the, uh, in the accompaniment, of course. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, I'm very happy. Like, this is actually a local find, believe it or not. Most of the records that I, I brought up here so far, they're all like um, came from my collection that I collected in Korea. But this one actually is a local find that I found in Ann Arbor last year. So, Oh, uh, wow. Clean copy, that too. got here. Um, what? I said, I wonder how that got here. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Well, and before that, we heard Johnny Rodriguez and uh, Mulatika. That was mm-hmm. a neat record. Yep, indeed. Very fun record. Well, up next, you've got some really interesting titles for us. I can't wait to hear these. Uh, and who better to speak about these Korean records than you? Yeah, <laughs> indeed. So, tell us about them. So I, um, I, don't, I, I don't want to change too much of a scene at the same time, like all at the same time, just all over, all over the place. So, um, so I brought one traditional like music selection, I mean, pre-modern traditional music, and the other one is much more modern. So, so we'll start our um, program, uh, this selection, with uh, this traditional like bamboo flute solo. We call it tegum. And it's a piece called Chitepyeong. Um, uh, it's it's the, the tune itself originates from the 11th century, like 11th century. That's almost a millennia ago. But um, like uh, it, it actually was a song, but the lyrics got lost. All we have is a melody. But um, but usually it's the other way around. It's, ra- it's the other way around. But um, you know, for some reason, it's just happened that way. But it's a wonderfully. Um, you know, almost like a myth, uh, like you know, mythical feeling into it. You, you, I mean, it's a lovely, lovely record, and I like always play this for anyone who wants to uh, know much about Korean, you know, pre-modern music. So, now, uh, this prompts a question. Maybe you know the answer. Maybe you don't. But was there a system of writing music in the 11th century in Korea, or was the melody passed down orally? Um, so it was, there were some notation systems, but um, the earlier notation system, we don't really know. What we have now is the, uh, the later versions of it, which was re, like redesigned and like revamped in the 15th century. So uh, we have the 15th century notation of this, but um, unfortunately, this, like the only thing they kept uh, preserved on this was the melody. They just didn't write the lyrics. They just gave the synopsis. So, <laughs> okay. yeah, which is a shame. But And can you tell us anything about the performer here? Uh, so this Performer is Kim Kesun, who was the leading um, like uh, flute, ma- uh, like you know, flutist of the era. Um, he recorded many uh, ensemble works, but this is one of his few solo recordings. And when does this date? From, uh, from June 1928. June 1928. All right, let's listen to. Uh, tell us his name again. Kim Kesun. 
All right.
Pretty sure you'd be pleasantly surprised to have a not totally something totally different, of course. Yeah, it's kind of hard to imagine two records that are more different than those two. But <laughs> indeed, <laughs> both Korean records. Both Korean records. The uh, the second one we just played. Uh, I just played. Um, it's uh, obviously it's Dinah, uh, a tremendously popular tune of the 1930s worldwide, and uh, this is actually quite something because this is a Korean jazz band, uh, OK Jazz Band. By the way, this OK has nothing to do Ameri- uh, with the American counterpart. This was a subsidiary of the Japanese company Teichiku. But um, they spelled it the same yeah, way. Yeah, they said the same way. O-K-E-H. I don't know why, but they If they didn't. weren't affiliated, they must have at least been aware of yeah, the other probably, OK records because that's an unusual spelling. That really is. But uh, anyway, so uh, it's an OK Jazz Band with... Um, with the singer only listed as Samuel. And um, this is actually the Japanese singer Dick Mine, who actually sings very good phonetic Korean. And uh, from what I understand, he had a very good command of Korean because he sang in both countries. Wow. Well, keen-eared listeners might recall that not too long ago, I played Dick Mine's Japanese recording of Dinah, which sounds very, very similar to that. But I think they used the, pretty much the same arrangement. Style it's arrangement, pretty much it the same formula, but mm-hmm. maybe different musicians, you think. Yeah. And uh, if anything, I think I like this Korean one a little bit better. The jazz. Slightly hotter than that. Trumpet yeah, hotter than on the, this uh, like is, the yeah, trumpet. And, yeah, oh, the trumpet player on this record that we yeah. just heard is terrific. I love that solo. And uh, one very thing. Bix inspired in a way. Yeah, very much. And one thing I like want to say about this record is that this record, I wonder if you, anyone of you had noticed it, but this record was, when I found it, was cracked in half. And so I cleaned up the audio as much as I can. And it's hopefully you wouldn't tell much difference. No, I think it sounded pretty good. And, and thank goodness you did, because you told me before we took a listen that this may be the only known copy of this record. Yeah, at Is this point, um, nobody, I don't think anyone else has one. It's an incredibly rare record, but yep. what a treat to hear it. Dick Mine singing in Korean, yep. an American song from the yep. 20s, Dinah. Dinah. And that dates from about 1934, 35, 35-ish, yeah. All right. And before that, remind us what we heard. So before that, we heard the uh, this traditional bamboo flute solo, uh, Korean solo uh, flute. Um, Kim Kesun was playing it, and from this piece called Chi Tae Pyeong, uh, which dates back to 11th century, but 
recording was made in 1928. That was a haunting sounding disc. I Indeed. love that. Haunting is the right word. I love that. Well, tell us what you've got next. So we will stay in Asia, but some other different parts of the world. Uh, so we'll go to China this time, and we'll I will just play this wonderful record, amazing, like, it's a popular song. It's still, which is still like pretty popular in certain parts of China even today. It's a, it's a song titled Ye Lai Shang, which is uh, which translates into the Evening Primrose. A wonderful song by Li Shanglan. Uh, um, big story about her later on, but uh, uh, like long story short, she record. Uh, she was a Japanese national, but she kind of passed as China uh, Chinese, and uh, like, and she had a tremendously popular career in in China as a singer and actress. So, wow, well, I'll look forward to hearing this.
The India that we read about and may have been misled about in one respect has kept itself intact. Though Pakistan traditions may have cracked and thinned, the good old Indian arm is still a fact. That famous monumental man, the officer and gentleman, still lives and breathes and functions from Bombay to Kathmandu. At any moment one can glimpse, matured or embryonic glimpse, vivaciously speculating as to what became of who. Though eastern sounds may fascinate your ear, when west meets west, you're always sure to hear. Whatever became of old Baggart? You know, I haven't seen him for a year. Is it true that young Briggs had to marry that faggot he met in the Vale of Kashmir? Have you heard any news of that chap in the blues? Was it Sotheby, Sedgwick, or Sim? He was stationed in Simla, or was it Bengal? But I know he got blind at a ball in Nepal and wrote several four-letter words on a wall. I wonder what happened to him. Whatever became of old Shelley? Is it true that young Forbes was cashiered? riding quite nude on a pushbike through Delhi the day the new Viceroy appeared. Have you heard any word of that bloke in the third? Was it Prosser or Pycroft or Pym? They had him chucked out of the club in Bombay, for apart from his mess bills exceeding his pay, he took to pig-sticking in quite the wrong way. I wonder what happened to him. One must admit that, by and large, upholders of the British Raj don't shine in conversation as a breed. Though Indian Army officers can read a bit, their verbal wit has rather underseed. Their splendid insularity and roguish jocularity were echoing through India when Victoria was queen in restaurants and dining cars, in messes, clubs and hotel bars. They tried to maintain tradition in the way it's always been. The worlds may change and nations disappear. Above the shrieking chaos, you will hear. Whatever became of old Tucker? Have you heard any word of young Mills, who ruptured himself at the end of a chucker and had to be sent to the hills? They say that young Lees had a go of D.T and his hopes of promotion are slim. According to Stubbs, who's a bit of a louse, the silly young blighter went out on a souse and took two old tarts into government house. I wonder what happened to him. Whatever became of old Archie, I hear he departed this life after rounding up ten sacred cows in Karachi to welcome the governor's wife. Do you remember Monroe? In the P-A-V-O, he was tallish and mentally dim. That talk of heredity can't be quite true. He was dropped on his head by his ayah at two. I presume that by now he'll have reached G-H-Q. Yes, I'm sure that's what's happened to him. Long ago, in Alcala, la 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 la
was a terribly tall alcalde, she was a lovely lady. Alca, 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 the lovely lady of Alcala, the lady of Alcala, tra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra. They met one evening, Alcala, tra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra. He said, sweet maiden, come with me, for she was as coy as a maid should be, as a maid, as a maid, as a maid should be. Tra-la-la-la-la-la. They sailed away both he and she Which is rather odd it seems to me For Alcala is sometimes the sea Is nowhere near the sea Still that is the tale of the tall Alcala Who sailed away with a lovely lady Alca, Alca, oh, oh, Alcala now, if you know what his song's about, ra 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 you know more than I do, there's no doubt, it's a song we could very well do without, we could very well do without, ra 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 Yet, to tell the truth, it seems to me, tra la 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 some songs are very like this, you see, for some sensible words, they are often free, it's a bad, just as bad as a song can be. So when you sing such a song as this, all about the man who made the kiss, the secret elopement and wedded bliss, they are all very much like this. So long as a tune has the right good swing, it doesn't much matter what words you sing. So we started off with uh, the selection by Li Xianglan, um, that's a song ca- uh, called um, Ye Lai Shang, which is which means the Evening Primrose. Lovely, lovely record recorded in Shanghai in uh, chi- uh, in China in 1944. And is that, that a record you got in Korea? Uh, no, um, this also uh, this is one of the few things that I found on eBay, and uh, oh, okay. and these things usually fetch up high, really high price because not many copies had uh, had been you know survived after the Cultural Revolutions and all that. But um, fortunately, this copy turned up on eBay, but the seller uh, actually put the wrong catalog number on it so nobody really uh, <laughs> had an eye on it so that's so i got it pretty cheaply benefited from a little yeah. typo yeah sometimes a sometimes. number and yeah. a catalog number or matrix number can make a big difference Difference indeed yeah after that that sounded like noel coward yeah noel coward indeed uh i wonder what happened to him it's a little um black you know, humor, kind of a spoof of the British Lodge in India. And this was actually recorded in India, in, in Bombay oh, wow. in 1944. Um, so um, that's um, why I included it in here. So we have China and India. And after that, we heard uh, Ramon Navarro, the great the silent actor, a silent film, film actor. Uh, I'm not sure if you call him a great singer. And of course, at, there are times there are like, you know, he's difficult to understand, even though he's clearly singing in English. Uh, but anyway, so I kind of like this kind of like um, this exotic, you know, like sounding, you know, like little I'm novelty sure. records. So um, recorded in London, 1936. On the HMV label. HMV. Only, only in HMV. Never, uh, never appeared elsewhere. Hmm. Well, friends, if you're just joining us, my name is Brian Wright. I'm joined today here on the Shellac Stack by 
ace collector and good friend Jihoon Sok, who is sharing some of his treasures from around the world. And we'll get back to that in just a moment. But before we do, if you'd like to write to me with any comments, suggestions, or requests for future Shellac Stack programs, my address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. Let me know where you're listening to the program from. If you just want to write and say hi, that's encouraged too. Jihoon, we have time for a few more on today's program. Um, this next one, I think I've got a copy of this. Uh, Reverend J.M. Gates. Indeed. Uh, any Seasons collector would know big uh, about this record. Uh, That's Black Train is Coming. It's a great record. Uh, and of course, I love the way that they actually recorded in this you know, live location in the church. You can even hear like all these, you know, like honking the and the street, like, the street noise outside, which is, yes. like, which, which adds its charm. Um, I came across with this record a couple of times, but they always turn up in really beat it up condition, but this one is pristine. Like, and this is another very lucky eBay find. So let's hear it. Reverend J.M. Gates. Uh, I want to sing a song tonight. Why did I sing? I want every sinner in the house to come to the angel's seat and bow. And accept prayer. You need prayer. Subject of this song, Death Black Train is Coming. It's coming, too. Oh, the little black train is coming. Get on your business high. You better set your house in order. Oh, that train may be here tonight. God spoke to Hezekiah in a mission from on high. You better set your house in order. Father, I must surely die. The little black train is coming. Get all your business high. You better set your house in order. The train may be here tonight. He turned his face to the wall. Just see the king in tears. He got his business fixed all right. Conspired in 15 years. The little black train is coming. Get all of your business right. You better set your house in order. Oh, the train may be here tonight. There's some men and some women that kill nothing for the gospel night. Till the bell ring and the whistle blow. Oh, the little black train inside. The little black train is coming. Get all your business right. You better sit to house in order. Oh, that train may be here tonight. Oh, the little black train and its engine with one little baggage car has all your deeds and your weakest thoughts. Oh, I meet you at the judgment for the little black train is coming in all of your business right. You better set your house in order. Oh, that train may be here tonight. Oh, if you want to get on the morning train, if you want to go home and live in peace, you better have your ticket in your hand. Be standing at the station with your ticket in your hand. For that little black train is coming. 
And you go join that band A little black thing is coming Get all of your business right You better sit to housing on For that train may be here tonight <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. 
Okay, we just heard this amazing xylophone solo. That was phenomenal. <laughs> he was Indeed. all over the place. It is. It, it, it kind of reminded me of Teddy Brown, that virtuosic American xylophonist, but it yeah. wasn't. This was before Teddy Brown's yeah, time. Yeah, long before that. This is actually, believe it or not, from 1908. Wow. And uh, like, it doesn't say on the label, but it's probably this German um, um, like xylophonist by the name of Karl Gronoff, I think. Uh, the, the name of the piece is Bursa Enderstein, Enderstein Polka. Um, whatever that means, but um, anyway, so as lovely, I mean, kind of cute selection. Before that, we heard this. You know the melody, uh, of course. Uh, it's My Blue Heaven, but it's in Japanese, sung in Japanese, Aozora. That was uh, neat. <laughs> that was pretty neat. It was a very common and popular record. Uh, it was credited as by Tokyo Red and Blue Club Orchestra with mixed chorus from 1928. Wow. And we started that set with the Reverend J.M. Gates. Nice to hear it in such good fidelity. Death's black train is coming. Well, I see we're about out of time, but Jihoon, I want to thank you so much for coming back on to the Shellac Stack and sharing more of these records from your collection with us. I certainly enjoyed it. I hope you had fun, and I hope our listeners enjoyed hearing these as well. I hope so, too. Thank you so much, Jihoon. It's wonderful to see you. We'll have to have you back on the program again sometime. I hope it won't be too long. Yep. Until then, though, let me just say to all of you out there, thanks so much for listening. I hope we'll see you back here next time for more 78 RPM records on the Shellac Stack. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.